Well, this morning, I humbly today stand before you as your senior pastor just completing my 10th year. Time flies when you're having fun, and who would have thought we'd be here 10 years later. Uh, I'm blessed this morning to be your pastor for these past 10 years, and Entering our 25th year here at the church in ministry as I served 15 years as your youth pastor. And God has richly blessed me and allowed me the opportunity to be able to serve here in what is the greatest church that I've ever been a part of. Today I am blessed to be able to stand before you today and not give you my report But this morning I stand before you sharing with you your report of what God has done in and through you and your faithfulness. And I just noticed that Michael and Laurie Burgess are here with brand new Nazarene church member soon to be. Laurie, I know you're you're feeding him right now, but would you just stand? All right, help me with the name again because I... Forget. Everett. Everett Burgess is at church for his very first time today. Y'all make him welcome, but don't wake him up. Thank you so much. We're so happy. Happy to see you, Lori. Glad you're feeling better. It's great to have you. But this morning, I have to begin today by saying that I would not be here today if it were not for the support and love and grace of my family. My wife, Lynette, is my biggest encourager. She is the greatest prayer warrior that I know. She is definitely the greatest blessing that God has ever given me in my life. And she is more like Jesus than anyone that I've ever known. She has extended me much more grace and forgiveness than probably even my Lord and Savior has. And I want to publicly thank her this morning for putting up with me and for all of her help, advice, encouragement, And prayers as I hear her lift me before the throne of God every single day. And I thank her so much for that and her love. Thank you. I love you so much. More than you'll ever know. Yeah, you can clap. She deserves that. I also want to thank our two sons who are a vital part of our ministry here in Greenbrier. Hayden and Hunter. And our precious daughter-in-laws that I refer to as E and Mel. And I appreciate their support and all that they do and sacrifice to help us minister to our extended family of over 500 people uh, here in the church. I also want to thank the greatest staff that I know without a doubt any pastor could possibly have. Uh, I say it often, and I seriously mean it. Hunter, Daniel, Carla, and Amanda are truly the most selfless servants that I've ever been around or had the opportunity to work with. They will do anything 
that needs to be done any time of the day. It doesn't matter. And we couldn't do what we do here without them. Uh, I shared this morning, uh, Carla was in the early service this morning, and I, I shared that uh, uh, she sent uh, me a picture a few weeks ago. And it was a picture of a horrible, horrible scene in one of our bathrooms that she had found on Monday morning. I'll just leave it at that, but she texted and said, those masks, gloves, and disinfectant wipes finally came in handy for something. Oh, they're the best. With that said, it's, it's with mixed emotions this morning, uh, today, that I share with you that our church administrator and treasurer, Carla Hillis, is retiring effective June the 1st. Uh, she has been a very important and integral part of our ministry here for the past nine years. And uh, she has taken our school outreach ministry uh, to a level that I never dreamed or imagined uh, that it would go. And I wish I had a way uh, to calculate all the money that she has saved our church by managing every single penny. And I mean every single penny she has squeezed as tight as she could to get the most out of it. To fund the mission of our church and the ministry of this church. And this morning I had the opportunity to thank her in the early service for her nine years of selfless service and wish her the best in her retirement with just a small token of our love and a gift from our church body for her years of service. And I know that she'll be the best Nana that anyone could possibly be. Uh, she was smiling ear to ear this morning in service as she had her daughter Reagan Son-in-law, Taryn, who uh, recently have moved back to the area, along with uh, grandbaby Parker Jean, and uh, this was the reason for her escalated retirement. She is going to be full-time grandma. I also want to thank our church board, our current church board. They are amazing to work with, and their hearts for ministry and helping others is truly a reflection of Jesus. I uh, have a lot of friends that are pastors, and they tell me horror stories about their board members and board meetings that they have had. And I just sat back and thank God for being so good to us, to bless us with an amazing church board who has big faith vision uh, to minister to this community. And they often blow my mind at their generosity, not only to me and the staff, but with their generosity and willingness to take chances for the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ. And while I am the one that has the privilege this morning of giving you this report again, this is not my report. This is your report. And so we should all celebrate it together as a family, as the body of Christ, And I wish I had time today to share with you all the highlights of this past year. It truly has been an amazing uh, past year and, and 12 months as 
our staff uh, met and I asked them, I said, you know, what is it that uh, you want me to share? What are the highlights? What are some things we want our people to know uh, about this past year? And to be honest with you, as we made the list, it was so much more than I have time to uh, share with you today because God has truly done some incredible uh, things throughout this past year. It's probably been one of the most challenging years that we as a church and as far as that goes any church has faced in recent years due to COVID-19 and it took its toll on all of us. There were more than a hundred in our church that uh, had COVID-19 at some point in time. At one point, uh, after we had gathered back together and were meeting, uh, we were getting weekly phone calls from the Department of Health reporting to us that we had had people in our services the prior week that had since tested positive for COVID and for us to do contact tracing. I thank God that we didn't have any spread uh, as far as we know, that took place in our church. And I also thank God and celebrate the fact that we didn't have any COVID funerals in our church. Uh, not a lot of churches can say that. And we were blessed. I know some of you did lose friends and loved ones, and it was a very difficult time. But God has been faithful, and uh, we thank Him for His faithfulness. When I asked our staff what they thought that I should share today about this past year, the first response that I got was this, we survived. <laughs> the second response, we're still open. We survived and we're still open. And while we had to go to online services for several weeks, God still blessed us and moved among this body of Christ. And so today, let's celebrate together the blessings of this past year. And we'll start first with our church membership this past year. We've taken in four new members into our church. We lost one by letter of transfer to another Nazarene church out of state. And this brings our current membership of this local church to 508 members. And let me just stop and make a plug right here that if you're not a member today, I would love to talk with you and meet with you about taking that next step. We want this to be your church. We want you to be uh, bought in and an owner uh, to this church and what we're doing here today. And, and not just so that our numbers will look better, it's because we need you. We need you to join us uh, in the ministry that we're doing right here uh, in this community, and we've been doing for over the past 115 years from this piece of property. We need your help to build the kingdom. So if you're not a member, please get with me, and I'd love to talk with you about that and make you a member. Usually we would report at this time uh, our average morning worship numbers, uh, but due to COVID, the denomination has extended our church's grace in reporting attendance this past year, uh, but our average morning worship for the previous year, pre-COVID, was 373. 
that we were averaging in our 8.30 and 10.30 services combined. Following COVID, our numbers are now running around 250 in those two services. So you can see, uh, we've got a lot of missing people since COVID. Um, I hope that none of them have died and we've not known about it, but uh, I want to encourage you this morning, those of you that are here, those of you that have come back, that if you can think of someone that has not returned back yet, I just want to encourage you to reach out to them. It's okay. It's not going to be awkward if you reach out to them, even if they tell you that during COVID, for whatever reason, they decided to go to another church. Tell them that's great news. We just want them to be a part of a body of Christ somewhere because all the churches that are gathered here in our community, in Jesus' name, you know what? We are one. We are all a part of the body of Christ. We talked about last week that the Hebrew name that we get uh, church from actually means gathering. And so it's important that we gather. It's the purpose of the body of Christ and the church that we gather together. And so if you're joining us online, uh, we want to encourage you. And, and we would love to have you join us in our gathering of worship. It's an important part of who we are and what uh, we do. Uh, this next statistic is one that I'm most excited about, and that's salvations. And as you can see here in, in this five-year snapshot, COVID has greatly affected us over this past year in face-to-face -face opportunities to extend salvation to those that don't know Christ. But I will still celebrate the three people that did accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's three more people whose names are now written in the Lamb's Book of Life in this past year, and I will always celebrate that. Scripture tells us that when one person accepts Christ as their Savior, that all of heaven uh, rejoices when just one uh, joins. And so, friends, everything that we do here, every single thing that we do, every single penny that we spend is worth it. It's worth one soul if they would come to know Christ as their Savior. And over the past five years, we can celebrate together that 111 people have uh, accepted Christ as their personal Savior here at our church. And I believe that it is solely a result of what you have done, of your dedication and living out the gospel to those in your homes, to those in your schools, to those in your workplaces, to those in this community, and I thank you so much. Great job. Heaven rejoices with us today over these souls that have been saved. And two of those three that were saved made it public, made a public profession of faith through baptism. And I would just encourage you that if you've never been baptized and if you have accepted Christ, uh, that you get with me because it's an important step of faith. It's the next step after uh, accepting Christ in your walk with Him. He says, repent and be baptized. And so if you've never done that, please let me know. We would love to talk with you about that, and we would love to celebrate that uh, with you if you've never been baptized. Or your children, 
Uh, talk to your children about accepting Christ and being baptized. It will be such a special time for your family as we celebrate that together. Now we want to move on to our finances this morning. In 2021, our total raised for the year was $713,154. We've had a good year financially. And as you can see, though, it was down from last year, but not near as much as we anticipated as we entered into the pandemic and we had to go online with our services. I'll be honest with you, after those first two or three weeks of having church online and seeing the amount of ties that was coming in, uh, I was greatly concerned. And, uh, but you know what? I don't know why I was worried. Uh, you people just didn't know what to do. A lot, uh, you know, several had been doing online giving, uh, but we had to train a lot of you in how to do that, and we gave you an opportunity to be able to drop off your tithes and offerings uh, here at the church throughout the week, and you were so faithful, so generous to do that. Uh, God has simply asked us, all right, to give back a small portion of what He has entrusted to us, what He has given to us. Everything that we have is His. And He simply asks that we give a very small portion of that back to the church, back to the ministry to build the kingdom. And I want to thank those of you who have been so faithful to do that over this challenging past year. And I, I want you to know our church board and our staff is conscientious to the fact that some of you had made sacrifices in order to be faithful and remain faithful. And so we try our very best to be good stewards of that. We take it very seriously here at Greenbrier Nazarene. And so to those of you that give week after week after week, and those of you who give above and beyond, I just want to personally say thank you so much. Because it's because of your faithfulness that we've been able to be a huge blessing to so many others in the following areas of ministry. World evangelism. Over this past year, we've given $37,179 to missions throughout the Church of the Nazarene to spread the gospel, the good news of Jesus all around the world. $37,000 that you have given to build, to help build churches, hospitals, and schools, and keep missionaries on the mission fields in 35 different countries around this world. You are a part. You have been a part of what God is doing through the church of the Nazarene all over this world. So thank you so much. The next area you've ministered financially through is through district support. We're part of the North Arkansas District Church of the Nazarene, and you've given $37,360 to support the ministries across our district. This money goes to help start new churches. It goes to help us host church camps and retreats for kids, teens, women and men, and to support an extremely nice, 
efficient district office in Conway that serves 60 churches across our district. Another area of your financial support goes to education, educational support. The Church of the Nazarene has colleges scattered all around the world that's supported by the district and the students and their families that go there. Educating young people to be our next pastors, doctors, missionaries, school teachers, and many, many other professional careers. Our regional college that we support is located in Bethany, Oklahoma, just outside Oklahoma City. It's called Southern Nazarene University. We refer to it as SNU. And over the past year, we've contributed over $15,000 to help fund the mission of them being a private Christian college. Our youth pastor, Daniel, is a graduate from SNU. Don't hold that against them. We have other graduates from SNU in our church that... uh, uh, no, he's awesome, and we're proud of the fact that he's an SNU alum, as long with uh, several of you. We have others in our church that are graduates of other Nazarene colleges uh, as well, and so it's important that we support them. The investment that you're making in the lives of young people's education is worth it. Thank you so much. Another ministry that your financial donations help to fund are pensions and benefits. In the past year, we've uh, made donations of over $15,000 to help fund pensions for retired Nazarene ministers. These are men and women who have made a huge investment in giving their lives to serve the church and the preaching of the gospel and building the kingdom. So thank you in helping us to appreciate them and their years of service through their pensions and their benefits. And then come the things that we do locally. A lot of things that some of you never see and you never knew about and knew that you were a part of, but you are. Exciting things. One of the most exciting ministries of our church is probably the one you hear the least about. But it's an awesome ministry that is fully funded by our church that's led by Keith Rooney and his wife Gretchen. And it's called Motor Sport Mission. This is a ministry that takes place almost every single weekend. And our church fully funds this ministry to families and kids of those who race pretty much anything that has a motor on it. Uh, but primarily, as you can see here, motocross races. Keith and Gretchen do an amazing job of holding outdoor services and serving as chaplains to these race families. They at times will have more than 70 people in their pre-race services, and Gretchen has children's church for the kids of these families And sometimes we'll have 30 children that she teaches a Bible lesson to and teaches them about Jesus and the love of Jesus. And I would just say to you here this morning, if this looks like something that interests you or you would like to be a part of, uh, let us know. I know that they would love to load you up in their RV and take you with them one weekend 
to help them serve others and minister to others through this awesome ministry. Other community ministries that we help fund and also many in our, in our church volunteer at. First is Bethlehem House, which is a women's shelter in Conway, where we have volunteers that monthly come to the church, prepare meals and deliver and sometimes serve there for what is, I believe, up to around 60 people at this shelter uh, that we feed on a monthly basis through your donations and through the volunteers that help with that. We partner with a local ministry here just outside of our community that's called Soaring Wings Ranch. This is a Christ-centered home for children needing a chance in this world. And we provide financially to meet the needs uh, each month for one of these children, which is around $1,200 a month. We also partner with Renewal Ranch, a Christian-based rehab for men with addictions. Uh, they come here once a year and lead us in worship, and they share with us the great work that God is doing in the lives of these men struggling with addictions. And we as a church, through your generosity, meet the needs each month for one man and all of his needs that he would have monthly at this facility, which is around $1,500 a month. We also partner with Soul Food Cafe in Conway, who gives out food to the hungry and the homeless of Faulkner County by donating $1,200 a year to help them purchase food. We also have several in our church that volunteer and work at the Conway Ministry Center. Uh, a great work that helps the homeless uh, in our communities as well. And we would encourage you, if you want to be a part of something that is doing a great work, any of these ministries uh, would love to have your assistance. I mentioned earlier our school outreach ministry that Carla Hillis has been leading and heading up for us over the past several years. And we've partnered with our local schools and administrators, school counselors, and teachers to help children in our school to help meet the needs that can't be met by their families. Um, and through your giving, specifically to what we call the School Outreach Fund over the past year. We've provided to needy kids in our local school district 50 Thanksgiving food boxes that you bought the food for, supplied the turkeys, and we had the privilege of delivering for 50 families of kids in our schools. We bought new tennis shoes to begin the school year for 48 students to help get them off on the right foot and to be able to start school with new shoes like all the other kids. Not only those 48 pairs of shoes, but all throughout the year, every year, we get multiple calls throughout the year from the school for students needing shoes. The least little thing, shoes. And they'll send us pictures of students that have shoes that are taped together with duct tape. And you know, we don't think of anything as simple as a pair of shoes, but it's a great need 
in our school district, and we get calls all the time. We've got a girl, size 8. We've got a boy, size 12, and they need a pair of shoes. You've bought 71 uh, new clothing outfits for students in the VIP program uh, for Christmas. Uh, that's a great ministry that we do each and every year during the holidays, and those kids are so proud to get a new outfit uh, to be able to wear to an event that's hosted for them. We've filled the school food pantries anytime we've received a call. Our local schools give out a lot of food to kids that are hungry, and they know we're going home to a place that has empty refrigerators and empty cupboards. And so they will call us and say, we're out of food, we need more food, and we'll go and restock a food pantry from funds that you've given uh, toward the school outreach. And not only that, but our school knows that if they have a student that has any need whatsoever, all that they have to do is pick up the phone and call the Nazarene Church, and we'll do our very best to meet that need. And often, we're able to do it within 24 hours of them giving us a call. I just want to give you one example of what that might look like. A couple months ago, we got a call uh, from the school that one of the homeless families in our community that has kids had had to uh, team up and, and basically double up with another family in a home, uh, and they didn't have enough beds. They didn't have enough place to adequately sleep the people, all the people that were staying in the house. And so the school contacted us about trying to find a sleeper sofa uh, so that they would have a couch that would make into a couple more uh, beds, places to sleep. So we kind of put out some feelers, and uh, we were able to partner with and work with Hank's Furniture in Conway. Uh, because of your generosity, we bought them a brand new sleeper sofa and uh, delivered it to their uh, residents. And they were so excited and so grateful that we would be able to do that. Not only the families, but also the faculty of the school that had called us. We also participated this past year in what was called a success fair. It was a drive-through event for homeless families with students in our local community. I've mentioned this before, but a lot of people are not aware of the fact that we have 180 students in Greenbrier Public Schools that are classified as homeless. 180 kids. It's a great need in our community. These are kids that are some uh, sharing a home with other families. Some are staying in hotels. Some are living in campers. Some are living in sheds. Many are living in places where they do not have electricity or running water. Uh, one teacher told us about a student that she said you would have never known that she didn't live in a home like all the other students. But she came in and said she didn't get her homework done that night that was due that day because their lamp had run out of oil that she did her homework by for light. 
Friends, we have a great need right here in our community. And we were blessed to be able to be a part of a success fair that was a drive-through for these families to be able to drive through and pick up toiletries, shoes, socks, coats, food, books, school supplies, and many other items that are needed. And we're going to be assisting them again with this event next month. Uh, and if you're interested in volunteering, please let us know. Also, I'll give you uh, something else that, that's kind of interesting. Uh, our schools know that they can call us about anything, any need that they have. A few weeks ago, the middle school contacted Daniel and said, Hey, just wondering if you guys would be interested, but our, our kids have been uh, taking tests and doing all these things, and we're just going to kind of give them a free day. We want to have a fun day for our students and for the faculty. And we were just wondering if you could provide entertainment for them outside all day that day. And Daniel said, sure, when's this going to be? And they said, next week. And so uh, on short notice, Daniel had all the funding that was needed due to your generosity to be able to rent multiple bounce houses and inflatable games. And, and with the help of volunteers out of our church, they had games like Cornhole, Nine Square, uh, Bocce Ball, Ultimate Frisbee. I don't know what all they played, all kinds of games and more. And we were also able to treat all the students and all the teachers with Kona Ice snow cones as they enjoyed their day. Several hundred students and teachers that we just got to make a connection with that day because the school knew the Greenbrier Nazarene Church was all about supporting our kids, our community, and our school district. And we couldn't do that without you and your support and your buy-in to do that. None of that would have been possible without your generosity and volunteers. Other exciting ministry opportunities that we were blessed to do and be a part of this past year. One was a Halloween event. Uh, I know we're not supposed to celebrate Halloween in the church, but um, we do because I like candy and I like kids. Uh, but we had uh, an event we called Monster Truck or Treat, and it was cool uh, we had a couple of big jacked-up four-wheel drives out here in the parking lot, and kids in our community and from our church would drive in between those trucks, and in the bed of those jacked-up trucks, we had them filled with candy, buckets and baskets and sacks of candy. And so what we would do in order to be COVID-friendly is we had these pipes that came out of the back of these trucks, and, and uh, they were actually sewer pipes, but don't tell anybody, they hadn't been used, uh, but we had these pipes, and we would drop candy down these pipes, and they would shoot into the window of these kids as they would drive through, and they would catch them in their buckets, and their uh, trick-or-treat bags, and uh, it, it was so cool, our, our children and youth uh, ministries have been so creative over this past year. Our children's ministry delivered special Christmas packages to our kids, to uh, 60 of our Greenbrier Nazarene kids for Christmas, and I know that was 
just a, a great event as uh, uh, Miss Amanda and all of her volunteers got to see her kids at Christmas and give them uh, a little package special delivery. At Easter, due to COVID, we had a new version of our egg hunt where our children's ministry volunteers egged the yards of 90 kids from our church and some others from the community that you signed up to be a part of that. And they went around and they put eggs in all of their yards so that they could hunt Easter eggs safely uh, there in their own yards. Uh, you guys also packed and brought in over 600 Operation Christmas Child shoe boxes to go to children in other parts of the world, and we have no idea the impact that that will make. We'll never know this side of heaven uh, what God will do with that through your faithfulness uh, to tithe, to volunteer, and the difference that you're making in the life of kids. Amanda, as I mentioned, is our children's director. She did an amazing job during COVID uh, making creative videos doing online Bible studies for our kids and their families so that we would have a way to stay connected uh, to you guys and also keep our kids connected to Jesus and promote and encourage a relationship with Him during this time. Daniel also did the same, our youth pastor. Uh, he did online weekly online Bible studies uh, with his students and did so many other creative things with phone and technology to try to stay connected to them and keep them connected to the church. And then the high-stress stuff fell on Hunter, our creative arts pastor, because he was the one who was tasked with making sure that we could do everything that we needed to do online and do online services and online Bible studies. And he oversaw all that. He implemented a new fiber optic upgrade that we installed here at the church that gave us the internet bandwidth uh, that we needed to do all of our online ministries uh, during COVID. We continue that online ministry today. He upgraded our cameras. He upgraded all of our online video systems and technology. Church, I tell you, it is one of the best worship, online worship experiences that any church could possibly offer. Uh, phenomenal job. And all did all that while also coordinating volunteers to help lead us to the throne of worship every single week and making sure that it was a, an excellent online worship experience for anyone that might click on GN on our website, on Facebook, and also on YouTube. Y'all, once again, I'm telling you, our staff is absolutely amazing. And they work harder and have been more creative over this past year than I ever dreamed or imagined. And we are so blessed and should be so thankful. And I would encourage you, when you see them, to thank them for the sacrifices and the hard work that they've done over this past year. And in the midst of COVID, during the one, one of the most stressful years of our lives in ministry, number one, Daniel had a wild idea to build a house. 
<laughs> and while Daniel, who kind of heads up all of our facility projects around here, while he's building a house, I'm like, hey, while you're building a house, why don't we remodel the sanctuary and the lobby while all of these people are out? Let's just do it and, and get it done because we had made plans of doing it. Actually, it was going to be a little later in the year, but uh, when we uh, let out church, I said, hey, let's get it started if we can get the workers here. And because of your faithfulness this past year, we've been able to do all these remodels, facility upgrades and technology upgrades at a cost of around $120,000 that we didn't have to borrow one single penny because of you and your faithfulness during this past time. I will tell you that we still do have a little indebtedness from our uh, renovation that we did in the Family Life Center for our children's ministries. We owe about $100,000 uh, on that renovation. Um, and we could be totally debt-free today if one of you would just simply write us a check for $100,000. Some of you could do that and never miss it. If I had your money, I'd burn all mine. But, uh, but seriously, y'all, over this past year, though, even though we have indebtedness, over this past year, we've been able, because of you, again, we've been able to pay that debt down over $60,000 during this past year, even during COVID. We were able to pay $5,000 a month toward that debt because of you and your faithfulness. And church, I know this is a lot to take in today. Kind of like drinking uh, water from a fire hose. I know that, but friends, this is what the body of Christ looks like. It's what the body of Christ does. It's what we're called to do. It's what we're asked to do. In our community, our kids... People all over the world this past year have experienced the love of Jesus because of you. Because of your faithfulness to be the body of Christ. And as the body of Christ, as the church, friends, we've been blessed. And not only have we been blessed, but we have been faithful to be a blessing to others. I say it all the time. We've been blessed to be a blessing. And you've bought into that. You understand that. You are living that out in your relationship with Christ and being a part of the body of Christ. And in the weeks ahead, we're going to continue to talk about the body of Christ and what we've been called to do as the body of Christ and um, what He expects of us as the body of Christ and, and the church. And I'm also going to be sharing some things uh, with you over these next few weeks as we continue to focus on the church and the body of Christ that we want to do in this upcoming year and we just want to challenge you to maybe do a little more and to be a part and to get involved because God wants to do some exciting things in us and through us. And I wish today I had the time to share with you 
all of the exciting stories of this past year. I, I wish that I could share with you today just what God has done in my heart and in my life. Over this past year. I'm not the same pastor that I was a year ago. And it's been hard. But I'm thankful to God for loving me. And doing what he's done in my life. And I'll just close out this report today by telling you. I believe with all my heart. That these are exciting days to be a part of the body of Christ. These are exciting days to be a part of the Greenbrier Nazarene Church. And aren't you glad that God put you here for such a time as this? And friends, we should celebrate this past year. We should celebrate our past. We should learn uh, from our history. But we cannot live there. We, we cannot remain in our past. The past is the past, and God has been so good, and He's been so faithful. But you and I now must work toward the future. We can't get comfortable in what He's done, but we must be uncomfortable in what He wants to do in the days ahead. God is richly blessed our past, and I believe that He wants to do even greater things in the future. And I'll just close out my report this morning the same way that I've closed it out for several years. And it's the words of Jesus where He said in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12 and verse 48, From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. Friends, we've been entrusted with much. And much more is being asked of us in the days ahead. I am so humbled and so honored to be the pastor at the Greenbrier Church of the Nazarene, to be your pastor. And I humbly stand before you today, sharing with you your report. To God be the glory. Great things He has done. Let me pray with you this morning. Dear God, I thank you so much for your blessings on this church. I've been blessed to be a part of what you've done here for many years now. I personally have seen and witnessed the power of God working through His people. And it is so beautiful to see. So beautiful to see the body of Christ together as one, working together to fulfill the commission of the church. God, I thank you today that I have the opportunity to be a part of what you're doing here. God, that these people that sit before me today and those that are watching online, I thank you for their faithfulness, 
for their generosity, for how when they go outside these walls, they look like you, they act like you. God, they make you look appealing to those that they come in contact with. And I believe that's why this church has seen the growth that it has seen over the years. And so I pray that you'll bless these families. I pray that you will give them fruit for their labor. I pray that you will give them the desires of their hearts. I pray that you will answer their prayers for the lost in their families and their friends and the burdens that they carry, God. I pray that you would take those burdens off of them and make their load lighter. But God, go with us now. Go with us as we leave this place. Lead us, guide us, continue to show us what you would have us to do. We may have never done it before. It may look totally different from the way that we've done it in the past. But God, help us to share your gospel in the most effective way. Help us to love people in the most effective way that we possibly can. Open the doors that need to be opened. Shut the doors that need to be shut. Open the paths before us that you would have us to travel down as the body of Christ. Thank you so much for the love that you have shown us. We love you so very much for being our Savior. It's in the powerful name of Jesus that we pray and ask these things. And I have been sent a message. We were planning to give you election results this morning. But I got a message straight from CNN and Fox News. The race is too close to call. So we will be getting you that information as we tabulate those votes and letting you know who you've elected. I love you so much. God bless you guys. Have a great and wonderful week.